Alright, let's do this one last time. My name is Nathan Zed, and for the last 10 years, I've been waiting for Tobey Maguire to come back on the freaking screen, man. Come on. I tweeted this two years ago, borderline as a joke. Like, I thought it could happen one day, but the picture is honestly so ridiculous that the fact that this is an actual movie is insane. It's like they got 10-year-old me to write the script for this thing. I was just like, yo, throw everybody in there. Only thing that would have made it better is if they put Bones on the movie. You're going nowhere. The first time I watched Spider-Man No Way Home, I honestly didn't even know if I liked it. I literally went home not knowing what I just watched. For the next 24 hours, I had no idea of what I literally just saw was even real. Did I just see Toby and Andrew? Just vibing like that together. I spent so much time convincing myself that they wouldn't be in the movie. That when they were in the movie, I think my mind still wouldn't believe it. I was in the theater dressed like the human spider with my friend. We were both dressed like the human spider. I've never dressed up for a movie and went opening night. I probably never will again. I mean, what other situation would I need to do that for? Y'all know this. Y'all know who I'm here for. Look at this guy. I got this. I got these on my wall. I've been Toby Gang, man. I've been Toby Gang. I saw this movie five times. Basically saw it with everybody I know in life. Saw it with one group of friends, another group of friends. With my family, with one other friend. By myself, I finished one showing and then walked out and saw there was another showing playing and I sat down and I watched another like 20 minutes. My mom was like, you know your wife will think you're weird if you're this excited about a movie like this. <laughs> you think she'd still be my wife? I wouldn't even let something like that get past the talking stage. Now this sounds ridiculous, but when I think about it, I've only really ever wanted one thing in cinema history. And they gave it to me. Let's talk about it. Spoilers. When this man came through the portal, the theater went insane. It was bigger than Endgame, everything. Which basically publicly confirms what I've known all along, that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is better than every Avenger combined. We have the cold hard evidence now. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just, it is what it is. I'm gonna split this video up talking about everything, starting with the three Spider-Mans. Tobey Maguire as an actor, I was honestly afraid he was gonna be terrible. This man hasn't acted in years. People have been doubting his ability since the first movie. I was like, all right, man, just please just don't embarrass me. But after 15 years, he comes back in and fits perfectly comedically with every other actor. Was a great wiser, older brother figure. He killed it. They all killed it, man. The first half of this movie is fine. The plot is honestly low-key borderline bad. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But the second half of this movie is like a 15 out of 10. The second half of this movie might be the greatest movie of all time. What I didn't expect is that they'll literally continue their stories of the characters from like a decade plus ago. Like I was in the theater just looking at the screen thinking, this is Spider-Man 4. This is Amazing Spider-Man 3 that I'm watching right now. If you watch any of the old movies, you have to see this to finish the story. Now I can watch Spider-Man from 2002 and think, this guy will eventually meet Doctor Strange and Tom Holland. Getting to hear him say he worked it out with MJ, the closure after 14 years, <laughs> it also might be the best marketing for a movie I've ever seen. If I didn't know that Toby and Andrew were in this movie, I probably would have literally passed out. But I think it was actually better that like 90% of people knew, but they weren't 100% sure. We didn't see it in the trailers or anything, so we're all hyped up going to a place to see something that we don't know is actually there. And that first collective experience of all seeing it on the screen for the first time together, it was just crazy. It was just, it was too much. Just going there hyped to see it. Like the energy was electric. The theater literally felt like being courtside at a Lakers game. I've not been courtside at a Lakers game. It's probably what it feels like. When Andrew caught MJ, that's the greatest scene in cinema history. I'm sorry. It is. It is. The closure is too good. The payoff is too good. Whoever had the idea to put that in the script, single-handedly give that person an Oscar. Just for that. Please. And talk about a redemption arc, bro. We're literally living in the Andrew Garfield renaissance right now. We're, I'm witnessing it in real time. 
To go from being regarded as the worst Spider-Man by most people to like now everybody wants to see him back. I just love to see it. Andrew might be the best Peter Parker Spider-Man overall, honestly. The man was literally MVP of this movie. In the movie and in real life. People berating Andrew this whole time, trying to get him to say that he's in the movie. Why do you to ask you about Spider-Man? Oh. You may be in it. There's a cameo. Why don't you just go ahead and confirm? Go ahead. <laughs> That's how you want to know. You want him to just say, yes, I'm in Spider-Man. That's the big reveal. He just says it. You don't see it in the theater with everybody. He just completely ruins the surprise. What? Andrew brought the perfect middle child energy. I loved seeing how his Peter is trying to move on after Gwen's visit to the chiropractor in his universe. And I just love that they are all instantly brothers. Like, we didn't need a scene of them all fighting each other and doing a big deal of it. They're just, they're bros, man. They're bros. I could have literally just watched two hours of them just talking and interacting. <laughs> Now we go to the Spider-Man that the movie's actually about. And hey, I appreciate him, okay? I couldn't even enjoy the first half of this movie the first time I watched it, just cause at a certain point I was like, all right, buddy, where are your OGs at, okay? This ain't a game. I'm here for a reason. You know what it is. But Tom really put his all into this movie. I love seeing Spider-Man get angry. Like this man is actually a savage when he's mad. In the comics and the movies. <laughs> But we haven't really seen that with Tom until now. He's just been fighting people that have a problem with Tony Stark. He has no like personal anger towards them. Thanks to Green Goblin, we finally get to see Tom Holland suffer. <laughs> when he was punching Green Goblin over and over in the face and he's just smiling back, I was like, let's go. And Green Goblin's best villain in Marvel history. I'm sorry. Sorry, Thanos. Bye. You can go. The man suplexed him through multiple apartment floors and then just killed his aunt. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro, he went crazy on him. And Goblin is what makes this movie go up to 11. The movie is just fine until it flips with the spider sense shot. I was actually getting anxiety. This spider sense, they literally like filmed it like you're in the shoes, you understand what it feels like to have a spider sense. That was genius. That was honestly probably the most genius part of the whole movie. He's looking around trying to figure out what the issue is, like who's actually going bad. And then it turns out to be Goblin and then Peter, Peter, Peter. No good deed goes unpunished. You can thank me later. <laughs> literally throws a bomb at his aunt. Oh my god. And I thought the ending is like a top two ending in all MCU movies so far, besides Infinity War. I like the depressing endings, man. Everyone forgets him. He has to learn how to be a hero on his own without the help of any Avengers. He has no friends, no aunt, no school, and rent is due on the first. <laughs> He's down bad. Yes! That's my Spider-Man right there. That's the Spider-Man I love. Ruin his life. You tell him all my respect now, okay? I loved Homecoming still to this day. I thought Far From Home was honestly borderline terrible. And then now this movie is great. Also, Doctor Strange went from like an S-tier hero to a C-tier hero in this movie. This dude is getting washed by kids who know geometry, getting talked back to by Zendaya, being reckless and doing terrible spells without talking to the kids. Get this man out of here, bro. Bring in Wong. <laughs> this next movie actually has to redeem him for this. But we're talking about things that didn't go too well for this movie. My biggest mistake was watching watching Dune a couple days before I watched this movie. And in comparison, the CG and visual effects in this movie looked so fake. Like Dune literally feels like I'm on another planet. It looked so real to me that when I saw No Way Home, I'm literally looking in the background like, that's a green screen. That's obviously a green screen. This is definitely not real. This is on a set. I'm watching Dune, I'm like, I'm on Arrakis. The spice will flow. <laughs> when Toby got stabbed, <laughs> I was literally ready to give this movie a zero out of 100 rating. Negative 100 out of 100 rating. But then it was a fake out, so whatever. But don't mess with me like that. That wasn't funny. I wish Aunt May in this movie was how she always acted. But I feel like 80% of the time she was just made out to be the baddie wine mom aunt. And then suddenly out of nowhere she's like, With great power, there must also come and I'm dead. The whole premise of Doctor Strange being this dumb with the spell or Peter being this annoying with the spell is just mad flimsy. Okay, but 
whatever. The more I think about the plot of this movie, the more it falls apart. But the more I just go off my feelings and the vibes, the more I like it. So shouldn't I just go off how it made me feel? I don't know. At the end of the day, it's literally a cartoon come to life. I'm seeing Doc Ock and Doctor Strange fighting together to stop the Green Goblin, and I'm like, how? How is this real? So yeah, they got me. The nostalgia play got me. You got me. But whatever it takes to get Toby back as Spider-Man, I don't care. You could have honestly written anything, and I would have been fine with it. I literally never thought I'd see this in my life. So it's nice that I'm here right now, living in this world. As a Raimi lover, I was just looking at the screen like, I won. <laughs> I actually won. And now Spider-Man 1 from 2002 is officially the first movie in the MCU. I'm sorry. Toby haters have to watch that movie now when they do their MCU rewatch or else it's not gonna make sense. No, please. Please don't say that. You're already typing in the comments. Um, actually, it's not in the cinematic universe. It's in the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. I don't care. Give it up. You lose. I win. We're in. We won. Let's go. I need a Toby Andrew Buddy movie, bro. Just give me that, please. Will this movie have the same effect once the magic of Toby and Andrew being there wears off? I don't know. Right now, I'm just trying to enjoy it because if you're watching this video in five years, we're probably going to be used to seeing a bunch of stuff like this by that point. The fact that I live in a world where tweets like this are going viral, where these old movies are like just back in the mainstream, where all three Spider-Man are loved by everybody. I mean, the, we're, I mean, what a time to be alive, honestly. I'm seeing fan cam edits on Twitter of Norman Osborn. I don't know if I hate it or if I love it, but I'm leaning toward love. This movie retroactively makes Tom Holland's movies better, and it retroactively makes all the other Spider-Man movies ever done better. Ends off the original trilogy nicely, gives closure to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, ends off the Tom Holland trilogy nicely. Like, the fact that Spider-Man 4 was canceled, and then Andrew Garfield's movies were canceled, but it all led up to this, like we would have never got this if those continued. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. Oh my god. What did you think about the movie and what is the best Spider-Man movie to you? Leave a comment down below. To me, this was great, but it's not the best Spider-Man movie. It's still Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Verse. Honestly, Spider-Man 1 is probably over this as a movie, but recency bias is hitting hard with this one, so I don't blame you. Anyway, we're back in 2022. Sorry for the wait. I'm not gonna promise to make more videos. I'm just gonna try to make them. Okay, bye. Go web, go.